You are listening to the Movie Cheer Podcast. The best place for movie topics and blockbuster discussions. Welcome to Movie Cheer Town. Welcome to the Movie Cheer Podcast, everyone. I am your host, AP, aka Mr. Movie Cheer, and we are back for another edition. And today's episode will be focusing on February 2022 movie releases. We're going to do a bit of a roundup episode of what's coming out movie wise this month. Uh, it's, look, I, I will say. Being honest, as a movie fan, it's a bit of a quiet month. I think the first couple of months at the start of the year are very quiet. January was quiet. February, there's a few decent movies. So we're going to highlight some of their movies today. Four movies I'm going to take a look at. And we've got some, you know, the rest of the show lined up as well. We've got a new feature to the first episode of the month I'm going to introduce today in the episode. A new little segment of the show for the Movie Cheer podcast. Uh, We also have got the usual lineup of... Uh, stuff and entertainment going on on t- on the show as always so uh, let's get into the show now obviously we'll be getting into the headline topic of february 2022 movies later on in the show but before we get into that head that section the headline section of the show uh, as always on the movie cheer podcast we do a section of the show called not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping. Uh, this is a part of the show where we kind of ease into things. We warm up ourselves for that headline, juicy headline topic. And uh, we just discuss what's going on with the channel. Uh, just a general chit chat to ease us in to the rest of the show. So, what is going on with this week on Not So Worthy Blockbuster Housekeeping? few different things going on with the channel. First of all, let's talk about this recent episode this week. We had a Thursday video uploaded to the channel. And um, basically, the Thursday's video was all about movie collection backlogs. That's right. Movie collection backlogs, ladies and gents. Uh, We all have them, I think. And I mentioned this in the video. I give a few of my own... Uh, personal strategies and tips to to, you know, to get through those collections. I, I, I think we all have them, don't we? We have we we I, I think we have them with video games, with movies. I certainly have them, probably more so myself with video games. But I do you know occasionally get with movies where I, I get backlogs of movies as well, where I need to watch movies and it just keeps on piling up. So that's why I wanted to do the video, and it's it's kind of like a little guide for myself as well as like hopefully. If you know you're watching that video, maybe you, you took something from it where you thought, oh, this is a good idea to so maybe do something like this. And um, what well, a really fun and engaging video. The community uh, got involved. We got some really good comments on that video from the movie cheer community. Uh, so that was that was awesome uh, to to see the interaction in that video. We had two videos over the past few weeks uh, based around that topic of like movie collections and. They seem to be videos that get a lot of interactions with the community, and that's always great to see. So, as always, uh, that's awesome, and uh, thank you all for getting involved in in the community for that video. Uh, big, big news this week for the Movie Cheer podcast. Uh, kind of like a, an extension. I feel like this year, 2022, you know, we rebranded the channel, uh, the, re- the YouTube channel, rebranded the podcast, and now it's, it's going under the Movie Cheer podcast uh, name for the whole the whole channel and the community really and um it, you know it, it's been an exciting little change and it's all obviously all started in january and now we're getting into february uh wanted to extend this 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 channel this community even further as much as we can 
and get it out there to as many people as possible. Um, this is why I have launched for the Movie Cheer podcast this past week uh, the official Movie Cheer podcast website. Um, people now probably will say, I, I think some people might say having a website nowadays with social media and everything is kind of a bit like old, old school and it's probably like um, something you would have done in the early 2000s. Look, uh, I still go on websites for like for YouTube channels or things I enjoy, like uh, communities I enjoy or podcasts I enjoy or whatever it may be, whatever hobby it may be. And I thought, look, let's start a website. It was I made it really cheaply. This website, uh, the Movie Cheer. So first of all, you can find the website, the official uh, Movie Cheer podcast website at www.moviecheerpodcast.com uh, I cut off the Movie Cheer Podcast because I thought it said on it's better if you have less words so I thought keep it simple moviecheerpodcast.com simple uh, basically this will be uh, another pad for a little another like pad where we can put content and where we can put out different content um it's not going to be a placeholder i put out a blog post this week i don't think is it think of it as being a placeholder for putting out the latest youtube video maybe i will put out the latest youtube video on there but that won't be the only piece of content going on there uh, there's going to be mini movie reviews there's going to be uh, blog posts about physical media home theaters movie topics i want it to be an extension of what we've got here i'd love to get um contributors to the website eventually get more people involved in it doing like you know uh guest blog posts or whatever whatever, whatever it may be and um, again this is just an extension of what i want this movie share community to just extend into i want it to grow larger i want more people to get involved and more people to have their say in this community and look having a website <laughs> nowadays may seem a bit old school but sometimes it's good to go backwards and grab some of them old school uh things from the past that you know some people may say it's better to just have a tiktok now uh, we have a tiktok but we've also got a website now as well and it's gonna have host more content on there and again like with the patreon like with the youtube channel it's another avenue and if you're enjoying the content here you may like so maybe you are the person who likes written posts on blog posts you you like having a little read look i am not like a uh i'm trying to think of like a famous writer like a is it jr tolkien is he the person who wrote lord of the rings i'm nothing like that i'm, I'm not really that good at english or uh, literature and stuff like this i'm I, I failed it all when I was at school. I'm not the, the best writer in the world. Uh, the blog posts currently are very short. Uh, but for me, this is a learning curve as well for like putting together blog posts and stuff to, that are readable and make sense because I was reading some of them and it was like the uh, the drafts I was putting together and some of them really were bad. Um, but again, it's just another little avenue for the Movie Cheer podcast. I see it as this little tree uh, that is just slowly we're getting these little other little branches going off and we're creating more and growing um each and every day in the movie cheer podcast community and i think it's awesome so come on down to movie cheer town ladies and gents get involved and uh if you're interested check out the website i'll link it in below uh, but that is that's launched this week and we've got already two blog posts on the um a debut post on the website introducing you all to the website and also a quick short movie review for Shang-Chi, a movie that I really, really enjoyed. Um, 
check it out and let me know your thoughts on the website. There'll be more stuff coming to it. It looks a bit bare bones at the moment, but trust me, we're going to get more stuff going on there eventually. Uh, it's put together by myself, the website, so it's not like a, the world's wor- world's best website. Equally, I, I don't think it's the world's worst website as well. I think it's in the middle of the road. It's an okay website, but it's it's growing. It's the start of it, and hopefully it will Actually, there's no hope. There's, it's do or do not. There is no try. We will get an awesome website going and this community will keep on growing because you, the movie chair community, are awesome. Um, so that is uh, another bit of not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping. What else has been going on this week with the, the channel, the community? Uh, bit of a name change to the second channel. Uh, the second channel was originally titled Movie Topics with AP. Uh, if you're not aware of the second channel, if you've not heard of me mention it before, basically uh, we have a second channel where all like the small clips of bigger episodes are going. Uh, initially they were on the main channel here, but I decided that uh, it was just too much content. I feel like it was just taking up way too much space and I feel like let's keep the main primetime content here and then put all the miniature content, little short clips onto a separate channel. So it just all to do with the, the YouTube YouTube algorithm. I know you probably hear it mentioned that tons of times by tons of different YouTubers, but it's, it's yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where uh, I, I thought let's try and grow it. If we get the content, it's, it's weird YouTube. Sometimes it won't, post out content to certain people and I think sometimes if you you're doing long videos and then short videos it can take an effect to your channel and that's why I decided to do a second channel so for me it's just again it's another another branch of the movie cheer um movie cheer town uh, the movie cheer podcast so the second channel now is titled Movie Cheer Town Exports. That's right, Movie Cheer Town Exports. Um, so you'll see if you check it out, ch- give us a sub on there, check out the content. And it, again, it's just all at the miniaturized content of what the main content is on this channel. Uh, that's another bit of news. Uh, we mentioned this the other week on the channel, Patreon side of things. We had a new bit of content come out this week on Monday. And it was a new podcast called In Another Universe Podcast. This is a podcast looking at the weird and strange things like uh, weird events in movies, uh, discussing plots that may happen in real life. And this, the first episode is titled Spider Powers. And it's talking about me discussing how I would react in the real world if I got Spider-Man-like powers. That's the first episode of the In Another Universe podcast that is available on Patreon. You can become a Patreon at the lowest amount of $1 a month if you are interested in a bit of extra movie cheer pod content. Uh, It's there for you if you want it as an extra bit of uh, content. Now, I want to talk about someone in the movie cheer community, in a, a, a resident of movie cheer town, if you like. Uh, I want to talk about a, a guy from Australia. Good eye, mate. Uh, oh, that, that, was, that was awful. I'm sorry. I do apologize in advance, but I'm going to butcher this name now, but Subilian or Subilian. I, I, I don't know how you pronounce that name. I, mean, I really, I do apologize, but basically the gentleman is called Paul. Paul from Australia. He's a member of this community, uh, give him a hi in the comments if you see Paul commenting. He, his name on on YouTube is Subilium, spelled S-U-B-I-L-O-N. Uh, Paul's Paul's an awesome guy, an awesome commenter, and gets involved in the chat in the community. Great, having some had some great conversations with Paul so far, 
and it's great having having him on board in the community as well. Uh, Paul was mentioning he checked out the video were uh, that was on the channel last year where he was discussing uh, DVD players in 2021, and um, Paul mentioned recently in Australia he picked up two DVD players from. I think it was a place called Vinnie's, and he said it was like t he got two on, in a sale this past week, and they were ten dollars each. And look, I, I don't want the currency convert, but I think that sounds like a pretty good deal, even by like UK currency. Uh, ten dollars. I can't imagine it's like a massive difference in price, but I, it just made me think when Paul mentioned that story, mentioning him about getting the DVD players, which I thought was awesome value because I still think DVD players are great. I've mentioned it many a times. Uh, but he mentioned that story, and the next day, I was in my hometown, and I went to this... It was like a... It's not a charity shop. I don't even know what it's called. It's like this... It's like um, How would you say? It's like a flea market, a market outside market store, a flea market store inside. It's not a charity shop. I thought it was a charity shop. I went in there, and it was like... It looked like a place where you would get fleas. It was just like an old building where the, this guy had put loads of stuff in there, like old stuff, old tech, old... So I walked in there, basically, and to the right of me, there was like old retro, uh, retro consoles. Like there was 90s and 90s consoles. So they had like the, the Sega Master System, the Sega Mega Drive, or the Genesis, if you like, if you're in in uh, North America. Uh, they had like the snares. Uh, it... it they had loads of these old retro consoles in there. And then I was walking further into this. It was like a, it was like a bat cave. I was walking in. I was just like walking into this. And I was thinking, wow, this is it's a bit creepy in here. Like, what's going on? And I was looking around and I seen DVD players. And they were like, these you. this is all like used stuff. And it was DVD players. And they were selling them for like 10 or 15 pounds. And they had a stack, just like DVD players piled upon each other. And next time I'm in there, I'm going to have to take a photo just to show you all or a bit of video, and then it just reminded, when that sort of like kicked off Paul's story in my head of him getting them DVD plays so cheap, and I was like, wow, these DVD plays are cheap, and then I seen what I thought was like, just like this weird item to see, because I never see them anymore, VHS plays, and I'm not being, not kidding around, there was like stacks of like, there must have been about four or five stacked each, stacked on each other, video plays, and it was like, it said on it, fully tested, and they were all wrapped up in this like cellophane, and they were all like just stacked upon each other. And I'd not seen that many video players in years. And it was just, it just, it was weird. It was like going in like a bit of a time, time, like like going back in time and it, that to the 90s. And it was just surreal. And it, it kind of just like kicked a bit of nostalgia in me. And there was no, then I was looking around, there was like tapes, like tapes and tape recorders. And there was tons of DVDs in there. And it was just, it was like a walk in time. So I, first of all, I want to say, do you, do you have anything like this in your town, in your city, where you've got like, it's not like a, maybe a charity shop, but you go in and it's like a retro shop of just like old stuff that is just like old tech, retro tech, and it just blows your mind? Or have you ever had that experience of going into these places and where it just blows your mind? Uh, it was just surreal. I think it was just awesome. And they were 10, 10 pounds each for a VHS. And I looked on the eBay afterwards and they were like going for 30 pounds each. So I thought, Wow, that is a good deal. I, I, that's another thing as well. Let me know what what are your thoughts on VHS players in twenty twenty two. I mean, I'm I'm really contemplating getting one. 
and just doing one for a video and maybe getting a few VHS just for the fun of it. Just have a v just have a video player set up in, in here somewhere. I, I don't know whether I'd use it. It's, let me know your thoughts. What are your thoughts on VHS in 2022? Are they worthwhile? Is it a good investment? Because I can't see... I never see VHS uh, like cassette tapes anywhere. I, I This is the first time I've seen a VHS player in years and I never see VHS like tapes anywhere. I think I'd... For me, I would have to get them online if I wanted to buy them in. Um, but yeah, it was just a, it was just a really cool moment, and I think just as a fan of like physical media and nostalgia, and as a nineties a kid who's brought up in the, oh, I say a kid, I'm an adult, <laughs> I'm a grown man, I'm no longer a kid, but as a guy who was brought up in the nineties when VH, VHS was at its height, uh, at its height, well I don't know how I was, um, it's just weird just seeing them, and it was just. It was just a nice moment just to see them um, again. And I, I love that nostalgia bus sometimes. But let me know your thoughts anyway. But that's that's the... Uh, I just want to say thanks to Paul Sibillion, uh for letting us know about them them offers in Vinnie's. And it was just nice because it triggered that as well. That when I went in there and it, it was just all come to... It was weird the way it happened. And you mentioned the DVD players being cheap and then I see these really cheap VHS players and broad memories. But again... A great guy, in the, great guy in the comments. Everyone is awesome in the comments, and let me know your stories like that. It's it's awesome to hear little stories. I just I I love them little little stories that really take you back and really give you uh, fond memories. But anyway, uh, that's it for not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping this week. Let's get to the headline topic. So now we're on to today's headline topic, and that is movie releases, the movie roundup of February 2022. What movies are coming out this month? Uh, so we got a few movies out this month that, that uh that I think these are things are worthy for discussing on the movie cheer podcast. I'm going to start off with one called Jackass Forever. That's right. It is, I believe this is the fourth installment in the main franchise of Jackass movies. But it, there was another one. There must have been like a mini movie or a spin-off movie, basically, of the Jackass movie franchise. Uh, if you're not aware, Jackass uh, was a series that began in the 2000s. I think it was in October 2000 it began, I believe. And basically, it's a, it's like a prank show. These guys who are kind of like, I would describe them as like stunt guys, really, because they what they do is they are basically stunt guys. But they, I think, the way that it's advertised that they're like sort of like guys who don't really know what they're doing. But I think realistically, I think a lot of the stunts they're doing, you know, they've got to have some idea of these things. And I think they're they're not just like, maybe maybe they are just like idiots just doing stupid stunts. But I think they. The, they must be smart enough to know like the what is good to do and what is bad to do and what is you know you know health wise is this a risk to my life? Uh, but I remember watching them back in the day. I wouldn't say I was a big fan of the show. I remember watching bits of. I remember people first of all when I was in school mentioning Jackass and everyone saying, "Oh wow, this is amazing!" This prank show where you got a bunch of these guys just doing stupid pranks on each other, and that was the premise of it. They just do silly things, silly pranks on each other and just do silly challenges. Uh, I suppose in comparison to something like Impractical Jokers, which is a prank show of nap light of our generation, of this generation now that is, uh, you know, this era of prank shows, Impractical Jokers is a bit more tamed. It's a bit more focused on 
I'd say it's a more PG show, whereas Jackass was like more of, I would say, like a rated R TV show. Uh, but they had the then the spin-off movies from the TV show. I think it was like an MTV show. Um, and basically, you know, this is, you've got like the stars of the main names are like Johnny Knoxville, you've got Steve-O, Bam Margera. I think he is, I think he was fired from this new movie, Bam Margera, and he is briefly in this movie, apparently. I've, I've read something about that. Uh, is it Wee Man? There's a few other ones. I Again, I'm not the biggest fan, but I checked out the trailer today. Uh, this movie is coming out on February 4th, so today it's February 5th here in the UK. Uh, so the UK release was yesterday. Uh, the US release was February 2nd, and it looks funny. The trailer looked funny. There was basically Johnny Knoxville being... Uh, shot out of a cannon. Uh, there was like a guy getting punched in the in the chest by an MMA fighter. Just some really silly stuff. I mean, some of it I, it doesn't appeal to me, and but some of it just looks silly. I like for me, I'm not into like the violent stuff. But like someone getting punched in the stomach doesn't really appeal to me as much. I'll be honest with you. Uh, but someone doing a prank like Johnny Knoxville, he was in a cannon and he was getting shot out of a cannon in a bird suit. That sort of stuff appeals to me. Uh, I, I like that more PG sort of like stuff, a bit more silly and not too harsh. That, that's just my my uh, own sort of preference to things like that. Looks funny. Uh, funny story as well with Johnny Knoxville. He has recently been in the WWE and he was in the the Royal Rumble match at the weekend. Um, and he <laughs> he come in with the rest of the guys. And there was a there was a video online of Wee Man. This uh, Wee Man who's like a um, one of the guys off the show. He got F5'd. This is by Brock Lesnar. And F5 is like his special move. His finishing move, Brock Lesnar, where he got him on... He, they get him on like the shoulders behind the net like this. And then he, he does this like move and throws them onto like to the floor. And there was a there was a video in a bar where Brock Lesnar got Wee Man and just thrown him onto a table in a bar. And it, it looked hilarious. And he got up and afterwards and he was like, yes, he, he loved it. And I just thought it was, it was epic. Check out that video online. Well worth checking out. But uh, Jackass Forever, I think it'll be a fun watch. Even though if you're not a super big Jackass fan, I'm not a big Jackass fan. But I'm going to give this a watch at some point. Maybe it might not be um, one I watch at the cinema, but it will certainly be one I watch at home for a home release at some point in the future. Uh, now let's move on to movie number two of February movie releases. So... Uh, my second choice for February releases is a movie called Dog. Now, this is a February 18th release, uh, February the 18th, and I think that is a worldwide release date. It stars Shannon Tatum, and he is the main star of this movie. Basically, the premise of this movie is Shannon Tatum is a, I think he's like a former army ranger, and he's trying to get back into being an army ranger. And they give him this task to do. And if he does this, he gets into being a, back into the army in America. And basically, he has to deliver this ex-army dog to the the owner. His, the dog's owner, this is a real dog, who's like a... You, you know, you get them, them dogs in the armies who, like, sniff out bombs or traps. So this is one of these dogs. And basically, the dog's owner, who was also, like, an ex army guy, an ex-army ranger has passed away and they must deliver the dog to the funeral and it has, it's like a big road trip mu movie and Shannon Tatum has got to deliver this dog and this dog is like very uncooperative and very dangerous the way it's seen in the trailers and it doesn't react well to humans, it's got a muzzle on and it looks like a 
kind of like a Turner and Hooch movie, sort of like a buddy cop movie between a dog and a guy. And it's like this road trip movie where, you know, they slowly, like, it starts off where Shannon Tatum doesn't like this dog. The, do the dog doesn't like Shannon Tatum's character. And it looks like a bong grows through the journey. And it looks like kind of like a like a, a drama comedy, if you like this movie. It looks fun. I like the trailer. I like what I see. Uh, this is something I'm looking forward to giving a, a watch at some point. I think this will be kind of like a one-what move, a movie that goes under a lot of people's radars. But it it looks from the trailer it's like a decent film to watch. So, Dog, I am gonna watch that. It's my second movie recommendation for February. And now we move on to my third choice of today's show. Uh, third choice goes to a movie called Moonfall. That is right, Moonfall. Uh, this was a February 4th release, so this is, is already released now. It was released yesterday. Uh, this is a Roland Emmerich movie, directed by Roland Emmerich. Uh, basically, uh, Roland Emmerich, you would know him as the guy who directs disaster movies, like big-scale disaster movies. Um, he directed Independence Day. He directed Independence Day Resurgence, whatever it was called. It was called Resurgence, I think. The second one. He directed Day After Tomorrow. He directed 2012. All of them disaster movies, but he also done some really decent ones as well. He done Universal Soldier and one movie that I really enjoy, Stargate the movie, the original Stargate movie, which is a fantastic film. Um, if you've not checked out the original Star Trek movie, which started the whole Star, not Star Trek, Stargate, sorry, Stargate, uh, the whole Stargate franchise check out Stargate. It is a fantastic film. Uh, it stars um, Kurt Russell, James Spader, two phenomenal actors right there. Uh, really a movie that is in my top list, I'd say top 10 of sci-fi movies of all time. Fantastic film. It stars this anyway, Moonfall though. Moonfall is a, basically you have a cast of Halle Berry, uh, Patrick Wilson, John Bradley, he's the guy who played Samuel uh, Tarly in Game of Thrones. Donald Sutherland's in there, Michael Penner. Basically, the the story, the premise of the story is, is um, uh, what's his name? John Bradley's character is a conspiracy theorist. And there's a conspiracy theory that the moon is going to come out of orbit and hit Earth. And basically, he goes to Patrick Wilson's character, who's an ex-astronaut, and says, we've got to go to space and, you know, stop this, contact NASA. And basically, it looks as though there's like a, a force that is on the moon that is moving the moon towards Earth to destroy Earth. And basically, how I can describe it, if you've ever watched the series, the TV show Lost, it looks like there's a monster, like the smoke monster, on the moon. And basically, this big version of the smoke monster going around the moon and it's destroying the moon, and they've got to basically go to the moon to destroy this monster, and to try and save the moon, and to try and save Earth as well, and try and save civilization as we know it. The trailers, the trailer is amazing. It's got a, it's got an awesome song, uh, Bad Moon, Bad Moon Rising. Um, I forget the band's name. I always forget their name. But it's a, it's a crazy good trailer. Crazy good trailer. Look, it, this could be a movie that could be just like a, a really good trailer, but the movie just doesn't live up to the trailer's potential. But I am willing to give it a chance because I'm a big fan of Stargate, I like Universal Soldier. 
look, some of them disaster movies are a bit hit and miss, but it looks like it's got a good cast. Um, the premise, I like the premise. It looks interesting to me personally. If you like sci-fi, if you like space movies, I think this would be right up your street. If you certainly like movies like Independence Day, Day After Tomorrow, you are going to probably like this movie. Uh, check out the trailer and check out the movie if you are interested in the trailer. But that is Moonfall. Released. It's out now. It's out now to us all as of watching this video, this podcast. Right. Uh, let's see. So now we go to the fourth and final movie recommendation for February. And this movie recommendation is... Uncharted. That is right, Uncharted, ladies and gents, starring Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland, based off the very popular, hugely popular video game series of the same name, Uncharted. Uh, basically, in the movie, Tom Holland plays Nathan Drake, and Mark Wahlberg plays his mentor character, Sully, and basically, they are treasure hunters. They go in on this hunt for this mysterious grand treasure, and I Basically, it looks very much it's based off the plot of the, the games, the games plot. I'll be honest with you, I've never played the games. I've seen bits and pieces of the games, but I don't really know what the story is. So for me, I'm going into this blind. I don't know the plot. I'm, I'm happy that I don't know much about this because it's going to be fun to see this unravel, this story unravel, uh, if it is based exactly off the games. Uh, but it looks very much like a, an Indiana Jones movie, like a very much an explorer, a national treasure type movie. It's going to be interesting. This one has got a £120 million budget. So that is a huge budget for a movie. They put in a lot into this movie. Look, video game movies are often hit and miss. Um, recent ones that have really worked have been the Detective Pikachu one. That was a success. And the recent Sonic movie, yeah, the well, the first one. Now it's got the sequel coming. They have been, they've they've done really well money wise. And um, we've got the new, uh, the first animated Mario movie coming out at Christmas this year. And that's going to be a big movie as well. Um, this one is going to be interesting because you've got Tom Holland, who is coming off the major success of the recent Spider Man movie, which is making tons of money. They've got a big budget behind it. We've got Mark Wahlberg, who is a very successful actor, uh, to put him in, in, in there as well. I think it's two steady hands with them two, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Is it going to appeal to the like a widespread audience, a, a, an audience, a cinema audience, maybe people who don't go to the cinema all the time? I don't know. I, I don't think this is just going to be one where it's got to be... I think the appeal here is not the video game. I think for mass audiences, the appeal now is Tom Holland because of the success of Spider-Man. I think a lot of the success of this movie could, you know, rely upon his recent success with Spider-Man. And that could work in the favor of this movie. And I hope either way, without knowing anything about the plot, really, just only looking at the trailers, which look really cool. I hope this does well because I just want to see more movies get more sequels. I want more video game movies to get more sequels because... They've had a bad name over the years. I think some of them have been really good. I like the recent Tomb Raider movie. That was great. I'd love to see more video game movies get sequels. The Warcraft movie. I thought that was really cool. Um, there's a few out there that have been, you know, they should have had sequels, but they just didn't get it because they didn't have the, you know, the profit margin. They didn't get the make, make the money at the box office. And hopefully Uncharted breaks the chain of that and does uh, get get the money in, and I'm looking forward to seeing, this is one I will probably 
go and see this month at the cinema because it's a sort of movie I like. Explorer movies, treasure hunting. It's my sort of movie. So that is Uncharted, released in the UK February 11th. In the US, it is released February 18th. We, the UKers, we get it first. <laughs> anyway, let's move on with the rest of the show. The headline topic is over and done with. Let's move on to the next section. So now we move to a part of the show called Movies for the Weekend. This is where I give you some movie recommendations to watch this weekend if you're looking for something to watch, ladies and gents. So I have got two choices here. And I thought, first of all, with the upcoming Batman movie coming out, we've got to go back to Batman Begins. Uh, Batman Begins is the first in the Christian Bale trilogy of movies. Uh, phenomenal movie. I, I think it's, you know, out of the three, the second one is always my favourite, but Batman Begins is well worth watching uh, just to get in the mood for the Batman coming out. And check out that score, the score for the Batman by Michael, Michael Giacchino. He's released two tracks from it now, the Riddler score and the Batman official theme, both amazing. Um, next, I want to go on to... This is... Uh, I, I won't say anything too too detailed because I'm going to talk about something later on the show, but basically with the recent events of the book of Boba Fett, I feel like this is a worthy movie to watch because it's so, I feel like this is a movie where there's a lot going on around this era uh, with the book of Boba Fett TV show on Disney plus, And that is star Wars return of the Jedi. Uh, if you know, you know, um, just watching this movie, tons of stuff in this that really link to that that show currently um but you know i love star wars i i love talking about star wars on the channel i i probably if i wasn't doing just doing this podcast i'd probably doing a star star wars podcast I, I love star wars that much this is a great movie well worth checking out if you've not uh seen this one in a while or if you've never watched it before it's well worth checking out but they are my movies for the weekend for this weekend and uh, now let's move on to the next part of the show. And as I said at the, the beginning of the show, uh, on not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping, we have got a new section for today's show for, I think we're going to do this on the first show of every month now, if people enjoy it. And this is going to be, it's a working title, working title at the moment, Home Theater Snack Monthly Recommendation or uh, Snack of the Month, Movie Snack of the Month. One of those, we'll go with one of those titles, let me know what you think. It's going to be my uh, recommended snack for this month for movie fans, uh, for when you're watching a film, you're looking for a snack. And this month I'm going to go with, this is a, a gift at Christmas basically, and it's a pack of Terry's Chocolate Orange. And it's a mixed pack where you get uh, dark chocolate, white chocolate, milk chocolate, uh, chocolate that like sort of fizzles in your mouth as well, like sizzle chocolate, I think it's called. Uh, Terry's Chocolate Orange, superb. If you like orange, it's basically orange chocolate and it's phenomenal. I love it. I swear by it. Um, I think it's really a delicious chocolate. Um, let me know if you're a Terry's Chocolate Orange fan, but I love this. Having a cup of coffee when I'm watching a movie, some Terry's Chocolate Orange, superb. Great, great snack. 
Uh, but anyway, that is the uh, movie snack of the month over for today's show. Let's move on with the rest of the show. And now we move on to a part of the show called Amazon Top 10. This is the Amazon Top 10 for this week where we look at the movies, uh, movies Top 10 on Amazon sales for physical media sales. It can be DVD, 4K, Blu-ray, any of those that are in the top 10 of releases this uh, on Amazon at the moment. So at number 10, we have Ghostbusters Afterlife, the two-disc 4K edition at number 10. At number 9, we have the DVD of Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Um, I've watched um, Ghostbusters number 10's choice. I've watched that recently. I'm going to talk about that in a moment on the show. At uh, number 8, we have Disney's Encanto on DVD. At uh, number 7, we have the Blu-ray of Ghostbusters Afterlife. At uh, number 6, we have Ghostbusters Afterlife, the DVD version. Then at number 5, we have No Time to Die, the Blu-ray. And at number 4, we have the 4K of Dune. At number 3, we have the DVD of Dune. And at number 2, we have the Blu-ray of Dune. And at number 1, we have... James Bond, No Time to Die. That's right, James Bond is still number one, but Dune is on James Bond's back. He, Dune is rising up the ladder. Dune is soon to replace No Time to Die as the king of the Amazon top ten. Or the queen, whatever you like. Um, well, yeah, that is the Amazon 10, top ten for this week, ladies and gents. Let's move on with the rest of the show. And um, Now... We go to a part of the show called What's Been On The Screen. This is the part of the show where I discuss what I've been watching this past week. And um, look, first of all, I'm going to discuss a movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife. This, uh, I will discuss spoils. So if you've not seen the movie, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, spoils ahead for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Basically, premise of the story, this is set in the the same universe as the original two Ghostbusters movies and it tells the story of Harold Ramis's character of Egon Spangler and basically Harold Ramis the actor passed away a few years ago so he couldn't feature in this movie as well the actor couldn't feature but obviously because he passed away but it tells the story of his character who's years after you know setting this this time now 2021 I think the movie is set obviously this is 2022 this year now but it's he's like you know, he's a retired Ghostbuster and it basically shows him dying at the start of the movie. And then it shows his family, his daughter, who didn't know him because he was estranged. He, he was a guy who was very strange. He left his family to do his own science stuff. He left being a Ghostbuster. We turns out, we found out in the story. Basically, he dies. His daughter inherits his home in this, like, derelict town and... Basically, her, the mother, and her two children, a boy and a girl. The boy who's from the Stranger Things TV show, and then the young girl. I've not seen the young girl actress in anything before, but she was super talented. She stole the show. Her and the young lad who she, she becomes friends with called Podcast, they stole this movie. They were both fantastic actors in this movie. Them kids are awesome. They, they really stole the show. Even from the original Ghostbusters, who make a return at the end of the movie. But basically... She is the granddaughter, this young girl is the granddaughter of Egon, and basically she is very much a, like Egon in a, in a, she's like a, a young version of Egon, a, a female version, uh, this young kid, and she's super smart, she, she learns 
throughout the story, she comes to discover that he was a Ghostbuster, and she learns about Ghost, and then we see Goza come back from the original uh, movie, and then we see the story unfold. Paul Rudd features as, as a teacher in this of the kids, like a, a teacher at like a, a, a school, a weekend school. And it's, let me just talk about the movie. I, I think the plot is is really fun. It's very different from the original movies because you've got this family and these kids. It's kind of like a Goonies come meets Ghostbusters because you've got kids doing the Ghostbusting this time, which I think is great. I think it's really enjoy, uh, an enjoyable movie. And I think the kid, the like the children, the child actors are are really good, really good actors, and they are, you know, they look. I'm not a big Ghostbusters fan. For me, I maybe I was a few years too late to the party, being brought up in the '90s. Men in Black was my jam, but I do like their movies. I enjoy them, and for me, I thought it was a really good sequel. It tells them story. Like I said, you they become Ghostbusters basically by the end of it, and they bring back Ghostbusters. And the interesting thing throughout this movie, we see like there's a ghost character, and it's revealed there is Egon, the ghost of Harold Ramis's character Egon. And at the end of the movie, we see them basically de-aging his face and putting it onto a ghost and making a digital version of his face. And you see him alongside the other Ghostbusters from the original movies, but in like an older version, the way he would have looked now. And I thought it was just really, it looked amazing. First of all, it looked really good. I think it was a touching moment. And I think it was just a, a really uh, a touching film because you see the embrace of of uh, his character of Egon and his daughter, who, who obviously they didn't see much of each other throughout the, his life, her life, but he was always thinking about her, and he was only away from her throughout her life because he was trying to protect the world from the evil of this movie. And um, I just thought it was a great film. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I was waiting for the Ghostbusters theme song though throughout, and we only got it right at the end of the movie. Uh, but I loved it when they played that song at the end. I was just like, yes. And there's a there's a post credit scene as well, which kind of sets in motion a sequel. Really, I hope we get a sequel with this cast. Um, I'd love to see Paul Rudd put in there a bit more as well. I think he could be a great addition to the Ghostbusters team because he wasn't really a part of the Ghostbusters team in this movie. Um, it was the kids who were who were the Ghostbusters. And the original trio as well. Um, but it was great to see the original Ghostbusters back. I, I think now we've had that passing the torch moment where you don't really have to have the original Ghostbusters featuring, featuring all the time. I think they could drop into future movies, but I don't think they're needed now. I think the franchise can move forward with this and they've paid homage to the originals now. It's a ref like a respectable, respectable passing of the torch, whereas the last one... I never seen that movie with the female Ghostbusters, but it sounds like that movie was kind of taking a dump on everything that came before, and it was like they were just doing uh, their own thing, and it was like it was set in a different universe. And I think they should have just done this sort of movie beforehand. And look, I've never seen that movie; I'd have to watch it. It's just from the trailers, I was never interested in that movie. It just didn't look a, an appealing movie to me personally. Uh, but Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, I love that scene when you've got the, all the original Ghostbusters together and they're all looking at each other and looking at the ghost of of Egon's character, of the character Egon. And it's just, it's so great to see. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, now I want to move to another movie. I want to discuss a movie called Stuber. Uh, this was a recommendation by recommendation by Sean Quarterman in the movie cheer community. Uh, Sean, aka Media Collector Madness on YouTube. Check out his YouTube channel. Awesome channel. 
Sean recommended Stuber to me, and this was in my movie watch list for a while. Got along to watching it today, and it's a buddy cop movie starring Dave Bautista, the wrestler, and Kamali Nanjiani, and he was in the recent uh, Eternals movie. And it's basically the premise of the movie, uh, Bautista's a cop in this movie, and he's trying to get this criminal, and he, early on in the movie, he has laser surgery on his eyes, and he can't see throughout this movie. So then he has a, he has a car crash, and then he hires an Uber driver, and this is played by Kamali Nanjiani's character. He's an Uber driver called Stu, and he gets, like, brought into this crime where he's trying, Dave Bautista's character is trying to hunt down this criminal, and he's just his Uber driver throughout this story. It's a buddy cop movie, uh, it's a comedy, it's just one, if you're just looking for a, a good laugh, check out this movie. It's uh, action-packed, it's funny, it's got a great cast, and it's well worth checking out. So that's a recommendation by Sean. Great recommendation, buddy. Well done. Uh, that was movie bud fist for you, my friend. That was an awesome recommendation. Uh, now I just want to move on to one more thing on what's been on the screen this week, and that is The Book of Boba Fett. Now, if you've not watched The Book of Boba Fett yet, I'm going to spoil the last two episodes of this show. So spoilers for the Book of Boba Fett in five, four, three, two, one. Spoilers ahead. Um look, this show, I've I've been enjoying this show, The Book of Boba Fett. I think it's been a great show so far. I've I've been enjoying it. It's very different from the Mandalorian show. It's doing its own thing and I like this, you know, seeing the story of of Boba Fett after the events of Return of the Jedi and after the event, events of Season 2 of Mandalorian. But, the last two episodes, I'm really mixed on them. I've only just watched them. And, so we see in, first of all, in Episode 5, we see the return of Mandalorian, Din Djarin, and basically that episode did not feature Boba Fett. It was basically a Mandalorian episode. It was him going, looking, getting information, trying to find uh, the armorers, and then he's trying to get information to finding uh, Baby Yoda. And basically, at the end of that that episode, he gets word that Boba Fett is looking for muscle by Fennec Shand. And he says he needs to get Baby Yoda first, Grogu. He needs to find him. So that that's episode five in a nutshell. Boba Fett doesn't feature... Then episode six, um, we have an episode where Mandalorian Din Djarin is starts off again with his character going to find Grogu, who is now training with Luke Skywalker. And you know, they're building this new Jedi Temple, the new Jedi Academy. Uh, it's an episode that features uh, Ahsoka Tano, R2D2. Van, uh, what's his name? Uh, Timmy Olf, Timothy Olfant's character, Vanf, uh, some, what's his name? Hoff Van Visit or something like that. His character from the Mandalorian show, a character called Cad Bane from the Clone Wars TV show, which blows my mind because I, 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 I've seen that character before in little bits of clips online, and the to see a live action version of the character, it's amazing. Even though I've not seen all of them animated shows. Uh, but we see what blows my mind the most. We've seen Luke Skywalker in the end of The Mandalorian Season 2 show. And he takes on Grogu. He takes him on as his own. And 
Now we see, at the end of that, we see the de-aged Mark Hamill to make him look like Luke Skywalker from the movies. And I, as much as I loved that moment, it just looked a bit off. They brought him back again, and they've done the same thing again. But this time, they have just got it to a T. The de-aging, the, the lips, everything, the way he moves, I, it looked like Mark Hamill from Return of the Jedi. It looked like this version of Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, in this show, training Grogu. Now, my, the way I'm, I'm mind blown because that, I was just like, this, is, this just looks phenomenal. And I would love now to see a Luke Skywalker TV show with Mark Hamill. I don't want Sebastian Stan now. I want Mark Hamill looking like that because it looks phenomenal. And they've really worked on it. And they've obviously upped the game since the criticisms from The Mandalorian Season 2. And it was just phenomenal because he was featured in a huge amount of this episode with Grogu interacting with Ahsoka Tano. It was... It, Check out that episode if you've not seen it. If, well, if you, you've obviously already watched it, let me know your thoughts. I was mesmerized by it. <laughs> what? Look, these two episodes have been great. They've been phenomenal. What I can say, though, is they've not really featured... Boba Fett featured at the end of episode six very briefly. And it feels like, obviously, they're setting up things for the finale of Boba Fett, but they've built up like this little series, and they, they've just went to a totally different show. And even though I've enjoyed the last two episodes, especially episode six, it feels really detached from the story of the Book of Boba Fett. And I don't know how I feel. I feel like I would have loved to have seen this. And I've, I'm glad we've seen this. But I would have liked to have seen this in maybe a Mandalorian episode. And the Book of Boba Fett be its own separate thing. Because it feels like it's really took away from what the book of Boba Fett was building up. And it just feels... It just felt like I was I, I was watching a completely different show. It was surreal to watch. Um, there's some mixed feelings. I feel like we've lost two episodes of the book of Boba Fett, but I also feel like we've had two mesmerizing episodes of Star Wars. Just Star Wars. And um, yeah, it's... How do you feel about that? How do you feel? But Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill... Look, I felt... Like they may have they may have brought in someone else to play that role eventually, Sebastian Stan or someone like that. But now I'm looking at I'm like, if they can get it like that every single time, looking that good, it just it, you look at him across other characters, like Ahsoka Tano is a live action character there, and it doesn't look off to me. And I, I this is with my criticism with like the Rogue One movie where they had Moff Tarkin. He looked a bit off. He looked a bit CGI. This didn't look CGI. The de aging of Mark Hamill looked amazing. Great. It's superb. I want to see a Luke Skywalker TV show now. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it happen. It's got to happen. If it doesn't happen, I am gonna lose my brain because it's it's there now. It should be done. I think it should be done. But yeah, I, I'm loving it. I'm, I just can't wait to see what the next episode's like now. I think it's got me it's got me super hyped for the finale because I do not know what to expect now. I don't know what to expect. I'm I'm losing my mind over Star Wars again, and this is ace to be a fan. But anyway, that is what's been on the screen this past week. Uh, thanks again to Sean for the awesome recommendation as well. Let me know all your thoughts on all of those movies and TV shows. But that is the end of today's 
episode. If you enjoyed this podcast episode today, please do give it a like if you are watching it on YouTube and leave a comment. If you are looking, if you are watching, uh, listening to this rather on a podcast app of your choice, please do give it a review, a positive review, and we will read out the reviews on the show, on a future show. Uh, but let, let me know all your thoughts on today's topics of uh, February movie releases. What are the movies coming out this February that you are most looking forward to seeing? And what would be your movie recommendations for February? Let me know your your um, thoughts on all of today's topics on the podcast. Uh, remember to spread a bit of movie cheer, everyone. Thank you very much for watching. And as always, I will see you next time.